Hi, and welcome to the Ward and Katie Wilsey podcast. I'm Ward Wilsey, and I'm the CFO of HHS, headquartered in the Austin, Texas area. I'm also a former private bank wealth advisor and practicing attorney. And I'm Katie Wilsey, a licensed Texas real estate agent. We live in the Lake Travis area right outside of Austin with our four kids, two dogs, and one cat. We've been through it all with money, broken in debt to debt-free and wealthy. We're continuing to build our wealth and live happier lives. We're here to talk to you about your money, how to earn more, save more, and invest more. We'll talk about the mistakes we've made and how we've learned from them. We'll give you advice on how you can get control of your financial lives, get out of debt, and be on your way to financial success. So buckle up and get ready to take notes because here comes another episode of The The Ward and and Katie Katie Wilsey Podcast. That was a lot better than the first time we did. All right, welcome everyone to the Ward and Katie Wilsey podcast. How are you doing, Katie? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can we talk about how much service sucks these days? <sighs> First thing I want to talk about it's the the eve of our kids going back to school. Uh, yeah, I don't care about that. They'll figure that out. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day since spring well, break. They're going back to virtual school. They are, but yeah. still, it's all day long for us. So I am a very happy mom. And then when do they go to real school? Right after Labor Day. For like a week or two before they shut that down. Oh, no, don't say that. They shut down uh, University of North Carolina. Well, they're not in Texas. Yeah, well, they're in North Carolina. With all yeah. that stuff that gets passed around at college and they shut down because of a little COVID. Well, we'll see. I think some of the private schools are opening up and we'll see how they respond. I think that, that will be a little bit telling. Yeah. Um, right now, the football is in the smaller, the Division One through 4A seems to be going good. Full heard, steam ahead. Yeah, I heard there was a school that had a, a child test positive, and they quarantined the child and not, not the, the whole team. team wow. Until, like, they're waiting for symptoms for others. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that that's that. Uh, I wonder how many people... Are asymptomatic with the flu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Um, anyhow, so uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be a little bit crazy, I think, tomorrow. Four kids, three different schools, trying to figure it all out, but I'm happy for the, the normal to yeah, come back good in. Yeah, it's good that they get to go to school again. Yeah. Um, and work has been busy. Yeah, what do you got going on? Uh, I put three people under a contract on Saturday and have, you know, three other people under a contract. So just a little bit crazy, shuffling all that. Um, had two septic inspections today, which that's just an interesting industry, right? What do you mean? Being a septic like inspector or owning yeah. the septic company. Yeah. The owner was the one that did the inspection today for one of my properties her enthusiasm for for septic for shit is <laughs> incredible. Intense. Yeah, like well, you know, you can usually make a good living doing stuff that no one else would want to do. It's no true, else. and she loved every second of it, like to the point where I was starting to get excited about it. Uh, with some crazy shit. So anyhow, uh, yeah, I've been busy. I've been really busy. I feel um, grateful that I'm busy, and not too busy. I have a couple of people helping me a lot so I want to say it's a team but is it a team when there's only one or two people helping you? Yeah, it's a crew. Crew. It's a crew. Um, 
So yeah, so you're bitter right now. Sounds like a little bit. Yeah, service stuff. Service, well, well, service sucks. Ouch. uh, Yeah, they. I had to wire money out to close on a property on Tuesday, so I go to Wells Fargo, and they say, and a lady comes out and says, "Uh, unfortunately, you need an appointment. And I'm like, okay, when can I send an appointment? She's like, well, our next one's for tomorrow. Bear in mind, this is just to do a wire. Right, and it's time sensitive because it's I told her I was closing closing on a property. And I said, is there a number I can call? No, no, no. And then so, like, I told the escrow, and then I called the next, the, I call and set an appointment for the next day. And then I go to the Wells Fargo, and the lady who's who was at the door the day before telling me I couldn't send a wire is apparently the banker and takes me back to do the wire. Oh, gosh. Now, why couldn't she just do it the day before when... Or say, how do I squeeze you in? Like, can you give me two hours? What a, what a joke! Yeah, and and then I get in there, and she goes to do the wire, and apparently their wire system's down, so I can't send out the wire. So they, I, I, I just told them to give me a cashier's check, and then I, I went ahead and had them give me a additional cashier's check for the rest of the money that was in that account. And I moved it over to Broadway Bank because they're at least somewhat useful so i'm pulling up as you speak right now there is a new way to send funds that has i believe it's since covid it's called zocam z-o-c-c-a-m and my client just used it for the first time yesterday i've never had anyone use this yet i don't know if there's like a a limit but Surely, like, the title is asking people to use this Hmm. in lieu of... um, Wires? Wires. Well, and because they're not doing couriers right now because of COVID. Uh, So, real quick, back to your service thing. The whole... Every industry industry is a a pushed pause on on service. Have we talked about this yet? I don't know, but I think we talked about it, like, on that one day we went to Michael's. But I think it's, like, just bigger and bigger in every single industry... I, and, and frankly, like, and understandably so, like, people are being very, customers are being very generous right now with, like, oh, you know, it, we'll let them get by because it's, you know, the COVID. Like, when restaurants were first opening, like, they right. had trouble and you didn't care because they were just opening. Right. But, like, now it's getting to the point where, like, just basic customer service is, like... Well, no, you hear people say, you know, just blame it on COVID. Oh, well, yeah, because you can think of all the things you can blame on COVID, Oh, it took longer. So sorry. Or we lost your order. So sorry. Like, it's insane. And so, yeah, we were talking about, I thought it was on this episode or this show, but the Marriott. So we're going to name drop a couple companies here today, huh? Yeah. I love the Marriott. We've been Marriott Rewards members forever. And uh, I think all the... Big chains are doing this, and, pro- and frankly, I think the small ones are too. Because when we were in Wyoming, I was calling all around trying to find a pool. But the RV parks had their pools open. Yeah. So the state allowed pools to be open, but the hotels weren't doing it. Um, so because you save pool cleaning costs, you save you save everything. So we get to but there's no reduction in price. Correct. 
And that's my issue. Like, I totally understand if you have to cut corners, then the price should reflect that. Like, so the Marriott that we're staying at in two weeks called me to confirm our reservation, which even that's kind of weird because I've never had a Marriott call me no shortage of 10 times to ask me if I was still coming. That's odd. Um, then they send me an email with a list of all the things that are closed and the fact that they don't clean my room because of COVID. They don't have the hot tub open because of COVID. They don't have the grill open. You know, like, blah, blah, blah. like the list goes on and on, all these things. The pool, I have to make a reservation to use the pool because of COVID. You can't use the gym because of COVID. You can't, like, but my price is market rate. Right. Or the same as it was before. Right. So uh, we know there are major cost savings. You're in the cleaning industry. Right. Just taking out the daily cleans, that's huge cost savings. Now you take out the gym having to be cleaned, the hot tub having to be serviced, the four other restaurants on site, the staff that you don't have to have right. because of it. Like, massive cost savings. Well, it shows you, I mean, it shows how fast, like, everyone responds to demand because demand for those services has gone down because people are just glad to be out in a hotel and they're not demanding the same stuff they demanded six months That's ago. That's exactly right. Like when I went to McDonald's with the kids in the beginning of the quarantine and we were allowed to leave the house type of thing, they had a limited menu. So they had one size drink, two hamburger options, one size French fry, one, you know, like they weren't doing shakes. So force everyone to order from these 10 items. That's a huge cost saver. Sure. Prices were still the same. And I do get that, like, maybe the hotels are like, well, we can't lower our price because our, our numbers are down because we can only be at 50%. But I really, it's a rare time that I go into a hotel that's at 100% occupancy. Right. Right? And restaurants, too. Like, obviously, in New York City or downtown, any major city, you're going to have a restaurant that has a waiting list or busy Friday right. night. But a lot well, the of- reality is, is like at first we didn't really care either, but we're starting to get annoyed. I know a lot of people are starting to get annoyed and it's going to be pretty soon before people are going to start choosing the service providers that actually provide well, that's service. That's just all that's going to happen is new companies are going to rise up. Sure. Because, I mean, I hope, have we like lost that, that Americans don't care about service anymore? Oh, I doubt it. No. I mean that—that that is what Nordstrom has been in business for. Well, because there's always there's always been hotels that don't give you any service, like a Motel Six or a Super Eight. There's no service, but like it's cheaper. Right. I, you get what you that's, pay for. That's not necessarily a bad no. thing. Like no, it's not just at all. that okay if you were at a price point where there's a certain amount of service implied, you get your continental breakfast, you get a pool, you get to use the fitness center, and now it's not there. People are going to get sick of it really soon because I, I sit there and I look at. You know, all these hotels that were so much above a, a Motel 6 or Super 8, and now I'm like, well, I may as well just go stay there. Yeah. I got a massage, and this sounds, like, silly, but, like, part of the experience is the before and after of a massage for a lot of people, right? Like you said, you have your tea or your coconut water or whatever, and cucumber washcloth on your forehead, whatever. You know, like, there's kind of an experience of trying to unwind. Yeah. With a massage and the place that I went to, they're no longer offering any of that before or after. And the showers are closed. All this stuff is closed. Price was still the same. And they added a $4 cleaning fee. 
So now, were they not cleaning before? Right. Like, this, what? Are you kidding me right now? Well, for, like, I lost my cool over that $4. I don't care about a $4 charge. Like, I, I can afford right. a $4 charge, but that just ticked me off because they. I know they cut out so much of the luxury of a massage already. And then to hit me with an extra cleaning fee that we all know that they don't need to use any extra chemicals. Just use the same ones you were using always and clean properly. So, yeah, the service sucks right now. And we just need service-minded companies to keep rising up and they'll they'll beat out these others. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What do you want to talk about What do we have on deck? Um, I don't know. I've been trying to apply a lot of like gratitude and positive affirmations and thinking and uh, no, I'm just trying to like figure out ways to like, it's really easy to, especially in real estate, there's so many hiccups and, and even frankly, as a mom of four kids, just life, like there's so many little hiccups and it's really easy to get caught up in it. And so I'm really trying to make a conscious decision or a conscious reaction, uh, to all of the things that I'm faced with on a daily basis, which lately has been like nonstop, a lot of stuff. So just, um, trying to figure out like okay what's the learning lesson in this right like how do I spin this how do I you know become a problem solver sure and not adding to it right like that's my job as a mom and an agent right like I put out fires and I solve problems so and a friend right like so I'm trying to be a good friend and um and you're building relationships in, in real estate, too, so it has to be um, natural. So I don't know. I've just been really trying to pay, pay attention to that, and I believe that, like, like the, the words that you speak to your kids becomes their inner voice, the words that you speak to yourself because your inner voice, the words that you um, talk to your friends, or if you're constantly negative with your friends or your spouse or whatever then you're going to be a negative person so um, I know that's kind of hokey it's not really business related except that it is you know well, I think I think what the the more general concept you're trying to trying to explain is that how the value of not complaining and the value of gratitude yeah and the value of like taking care of yourself like if you're not in a good space then nothing like your work's not going to be in a good space nothing is like you can't personally be healthy meaning like mentally and emotionally healthy and then have a thriving business i mean maybe all right so how do you how do you get in a good state so you're in a bad state how do you get in a good state uh I don't think that anxiety and gratitude can share the same space at the same time in your mind. Yeah. You give power to one over the other. Sure. So with that thinking, maybe it's in the morning you start your day with gratitudes. And maybe that's through prayer. Maybe that's through writing it down. Maybe that's through yoga. Whatever it is, is just kind of starting your day and giving thanks to what you do have 
Um, so I think, and I, I believe that that will help relieve some of the anxieties throughout the day because, again, I don't think that they can share the same space at the same time. So if you can bring back what you're grateful for, you can push out the anxieties. And then to end your day, circling back, whether it's through prayer or whatever it is, going back to those same things, again, um, and kind of closing the day off with more gratitude. Um, I think also those, those to me are very simple things, just to be able to start your day with gratitude, right? right. And then your, your, your circle, like who's your circle? Who are your people? We've heard it forever that you are the sum of the five people that you hang around mo- most. Before hopefully we, before hopefully that doesn't that. count my kids. Before, before we get into that, do you think it's like, like, like I get what you're saying by gratitude, and a lot of people say like the word gratitude, but like I think to me, like that word, like I think to cut to the chase of what we're really getting at is not complaining. And I think complaining is so no, because to me that's negative. So what do you what do you mean it's negative? Yeah, complaining's negative. Just the word itself is a negative word. So you're focusing on your now you're so you're saying gratitude is the opposite of complaining. Yeah. What would you say if you find yourself complaining? You're not you're you're not being sure. You're not having gratitude, or you're not grateful. Grateful. Um, Yeah. So if you can find yourself, so yeah. If you okay, but could you could you say could you say that to start you need to as a starting point stop complaining. Sure, but I think it's easier to start paying attention to the things you're grateful for and the complaining will start to disappear. I think if you say, I'm just going to stop complaining, you're not necessarily ever appreciating the good stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, So I think kind of like if you are diagnosed with a cancer or something and trying to like figure out that like through this journey I could do something fantastic or I can on the other side of this journey I could touch someone or I can relate to someone I lost my sister so I find that I'm able to relate to people because of it I found strength in a dark weak place I think it's opposite or it's different than just don't complain don't complain that your sister died like that's different. Figure out a way to be cool, grateful that she did, which and have an impact. Have an impact. And the podcast I was listening to today was talking about the difference of happiness and joy. Joy is like a state of mind where happiness is are things that happen to you. So happiness is fleeting, and joy is a state of mind. Correct. So you have cancer. You're not happy that you have cancer, but you are still a joyful person. Okay. Your dog died, you know things like that. Like you're going, it, happiness is more of a fleeting emotion. Exactly what you just said. Are you talking about if one of our dogs died, I'd be happy because I could go get another <laughs> dog. One in particular. One in particular. Um, yeah. So, anyhow, so that is kind of what I've been trying to work on, and just like I hear myself sometimes give advice to people, like get out of your shell do things like what are you doing are you just like doing the same thing every day and i mean it's kind of why i was like you know what we're booking this 
trip to Colorado and we're doing this hike. I used to love to hike and I, ha- I don't do it very often anymore. But I, I want to do that. Like I want us to do things. So um, the more you push yourself out of your comfort zone and I'm intimidated by this hike and I love that feeling. It's right. like a rush for me. It's the same as like a new transaction kind of, you know. So, um, yeah, so working on your personal self to become a better, I I think as a result, people gravitate towards you. So if if you're in sales, then it's like a no brainer. You just work on yourself and become an amazing person or an interesting person. Right. Um, and people will want to work with you. Then I started to talk about the sum of five people, right? Like, yes, took over that. So, I mean, that we've heard it forever. I don't know who said it first. Do you? If I had to guess, <laughs> it's either Zig Ziglar yeah. or Dale Carnegie. I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. I think it's Dale Carnegie. I bet that's I bet that's part of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, that sounds like something he would oh, say, but too. But we'll have to look at that. Um, yeah, I just think so. That I, that's got me thinking lately, and I... I hang out with my kids a lot. Does that count? Good. Because that's trouble. (laughs) That means I'm going to be a really good Fortnite player. Actually, not really. We don't let our kids play that game. But um, so that just got me thinking. And like, I do think that we have different people in our lives for different reasons. So making sure that like you're aware of that is important, you know. Um, And just, I don't know. That's just been on my mind lately, and we've recently not lost, but had a a, a big influence or a friend of ours move. Um, so and I think you notice you notice when someone like that moves out, like yeah, that conversation that we had was always interesting and great. Right. We were very aligned with um, the the path that we're we're all on as far as growth and. Finance and yeah, it's just, personal development. Yeah, it's just, you know, goal setting. You know, something's missing. Yeah, so um, so I've been consciously thinking about that for a while too, and just um, and kind of like, what do I do with that? So I'll I'll leave that there because that's still a work in progress. Um, it always is, I think. Um, yeah. So anyhow, that has been my last couple of weeks, like in my own head in my own space is my own personal development going on which I believe is already affecting my business in a positive way because I'm seeing things that were hard before easier now I'm seeing more business and um, I'm not as stressed about some of the things that may maybe stress me out before, right. you know, like I may talk about it a lot with you, but I'm not feeling like internal stress. Like I'm not going to be able to pull this off type of thing. So that's uh, good. Yeah. So, uh, that was our little yoga, yoga. corner. corner. I don't know. We'll have to come up with something with that. Yeah. What about you? What do you want to talk about? Um, socially distanced concerts are the best thing that have ever happened. We've gone to two... So, tonight's not really a real estate night, not we'll really. Get we'll get there, because okay. i got, I got real estate transactions going, too. But the socially distanced concerts at Nutty Brown, 
down the road from us. Are the best thing to come Are the best thing ever. So we saw Robert Earl Keane last Friday night, and we we paid like a little more for the yeah for the pit, the pit but not much more than general admission. And, and when you think what a pit is, like most people are like, oh yeah, in 40, 50, 60, you're not sitting in a pit anymore. Heck no, it is a socially distanced pit. There's chairs set. <laughs> I don't even know why they call it pit. It's just front row seats. Yeah, so we, and then there weren't people showing up at the concert early, so we got to sit in the front row yeah. for a Robert Earl Keane show for like less than like 40 bucks or something. I mean, 50? 70. 70, yeah, whatever. Um, but still. Yeah, I actually just saw today a picture on social media of, um, if you can picture, it reminds me of. Of the Coors Amphitheater. Uh-huh. The little box seats that they had. Yeah. Or like maybe the racetrack or something. Do yeah. you see that? Uh, the whole like amphitheater is filled with box seats. Oh, that's cool. And it's a cluster of six and the same similar concept. I saw that like, so maybe that's the future of Kaboo oh, cool. or like a bigger concert series. Something. At least for the time being. Um, yeah, but... I'm a fan of that. Like, I don't love, you know, being in the hot sun around sweaty, drunk people. Right. Right? Yeah. But we love live music. Like, yeah. it's good for your soul. Oh, for sure. And that venue, like, and similar ones are just great. Like, we saw Randy Rogers, Park McCollum, like, yep. this summer. Like, We're country fans. We've got Josh Abbott on deck. He canceled in... Um, Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. And how like, Fredericksburg canceled him. Because it's that amphitheater, they're not. Why wouldn't they? Just they're not doing any concerts right now. Ugh. I think they thought COVID would be done by Labor Day. Yeah. Like we all did. I felt it. Not so much. Not so much. All right, so we did close on a property yesterday. Yep, our fourth. Jacksonville, Arkansas, which is near Little Rock. So this one is about a hundred. I think it was 101000 Yeah, or 104 or something like that. Right. So it'll rent for, I think, 950 And after that, obviously there, you got to use a property manager and everything. So we'll pull, you know, an average of 750 to 800 a month, depending on... I'm sure there'll be repairs the first couple months and stuff, but it should be pretty good. Yeah, it's a good yield on that one. For sure. Like, it's, it's much higher yield than... Than Austin, but but it's not going to appreciate as much, I don't think. We don't think. Um, yeah, we had a fifth one that was supposed to close this week, too. And they found squatters in it. Like, what in the world? What? I don't know, man. I felt bad for the guy. Like, they're, they're a great company, Memphis Turnkey. Like, if you if you are interested in real estate investing and you're looking more in that 100000 range, like, look up Memphis Well, come Turnkey. to me, and then I'll send you to... Memphis Turkey. Sure. But they, they, so they were cool about it. Um, and he, he, he's just going to put, put us in another property. Like once we get one we like, but it was kind of a shock. Like, so I, I didn't, I didn't really ask him how they get them out or anything like that. But okay, wait a second. One of the properties had renters in it. Is so. No, that's, that's the Arkansas property. So there's already renters in it right now. Like. So we don't have to go find renters. Okay, because like, I thought you said it should turnkey. get. Okay. Yeah, this one didn't have renters, and they were sh- they were actually showing some renters it, I guess. And that's how they found out there were squatters in it. Oof. So, and I think, like, I think what happens is you can't just, like, 
throw them out and get the sheriff. Like, you have to go through a legal proceeding. So I think that, who knows how long that takes. No, you've got to be able to just grab them out. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're... They're illegally on your property. They may sound like you can't just call the sheriff. So I I don't know that... I don't don't want to speculate on particulars. I'm just glad I don't have to deal with it. All right, so... uh, so now on to the next one. On to the next one. I like that little rock area. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. But I want to get back and get another one in Austin. But I was bummed we didn't get that one townhouse because that would have been cool. Yeah, one another one in Austin, and then we've got our eyes set on uh, Cody, Wyoming. In spring. Show. In spring. Yeah. Yeah, that place is cool. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, everything's moving along with my properties. I have. Very interesting dynamic of different people that I'm working with, so it makes it always interesting. Always interesting. It's good. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon.